The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, the only show on the internet that not only covers every Wilco song in alphabetical order from A to Z, but we also work to improve the strained relations between the country of Canada and the country of United States of America. Uh, today we are going to discuss what is wrong with Canada. No, I'm just kidding. I am Jason, and as always, I am with my co-host, Kevin, the Canadian. I'm American, he's Canadian. Kevin, how are things up in the great white north today? It's pretty good. We have a long weekend. Uh, I'm Why? assuming you guys have it too. It's called Victoria Day, so happy Victoria Day today? to you and your family. Uh, well, it's Victoria Day long weekend. The actual day is until Monday. Okay, we we don't have a long weekend here. Next weekend, we have a long weekend. It's called Memorial Day, and that's where we, we uh, uh, celebrate our troops and the sacrifices they made for us. That's what we do. We, do, we do that in November, on November 11th. How are you going to have a parade in November? It's cold. Uh, well, we, you don't do a parade. It's like a solemn. It's it's a very solemn uh, affair. Like it, it's there's like a you lay a wreath, at like a um like or not every everyone doesn't lay a wreath, but there's a ceremony where like you lay wreaths and and um and then um like it's not a celebration thing. It's like a very um. Um, somber, somber, I guess. Somber. Yeah. Uh, Victoria Day, though, very special weekend where we honor computer. Stop beeping. You're making me look like an amateur. Where we honor Queen Victoria. So you guys don't honor Queen Victoria. Nope. Not that I know of. I mean, there's a lot oh. of stuff I don't know about America. So I guess I guess you guys were probably. Uh, I think she reigned from like the like the second half of the 1800s. So you guys probably um, probably weren't part of the commonwealth back then but um yeah where we for some reason honor queen victoria i don't know why but hey a day off work is a day off work you know what's strange is that i never i, I mean i know it i know canada has an army and i know they've been involved in wars but i never think of them as a country that's involved in any kind of aggressive acts towards another country or like they they seem like they're they, it seems like it'd be and instead of using Switzerland to uh, describe neutral, you'd use Canada because it seems like uh, I never hear about. Have you guys been in any major wars up there? Um, yeah, uh, we've been in World War One, unlike you guys, who I think just ch jumped in at the end when it was. Uh, yeah, we finished the job. World War Two when we. On D-Day, Canada had one beach, Britain had two beaches, and the UK and the U.S. had two beaches. Um, so for a little country our size, we had one beach all to ourselves. Uh, super impressive. Um, we bit, we went to Afghanistan with you guys. We didn't go to Iraq. I knew that one. I knew that one. When you guys went to Iraq, we were like, mm, we're going to sit this one out. We this These weapons of mass destruction <laughs> photos don't look accurate. I, I'm assuming. I was in high school. I didn't. Wasn't, but uh, that, that seemed like the gist of um whoever our premier prime minister was at the time said um we didn't go to vietnam uh did we go to korea i don't know um but yeah we've been to plenty of wars we, okay uh, yeah I, I just didn't know did, i never associate war with you guys um well, but let me you know, ask you this we're, we're generally peaceful people though yeah let me ask you this though have you guys ever invaded another country to steal their oil <laughs> i don't think you have uh no so, but here's the thing so before try to play catch up canada when we were just part of the united kingdom 
uh, we invaded the United States and burned down the White House in the year 1812. That's why the White House is white, because yeah. Canadians or people who would become Canadians um, burned it, burned it. down. So it's all all black. So they just painted it, painted it blue. So our blue, white. Uh, is that, that true? That's us. Yeah, that we burnt down the white. Now I knew the, um, I knew I knew that. But British I, I, people try to be like, oh, those are actually us. Mm, uh, I mean, technically, but th- those people, or at least their children, were Canadians. They were living in lo- lower and upper Canada at the time, yeah. uh, which was like Quebec and Ontario. So, but wait, wait, wait. Um, why was it called the White House before it was white? If it used to be painted, I don't in... think it was the White House. Oh, okay, was, okay, uh, okay. I think it was a normal. We're on the same page now. Canadians, Canadians were like, you know. What? Let's burn this mother down. And we burnt it. We burnt it real good. I mean, I guess we didn't burn it down because I mean, it's, it's fire. It's going to do the job for um, you. But we, we we torched it a little bit. So we tell you guys a lesson. I don't know what that war was about, but we tell you guys a lesson. Don't mess with Canada. And now we're probably as close as two countries could be. So, you know, just like how sometimes you and I beef, right? I want to cover more uncle tupelo songs and you say kevin you're being ridiculous and then we don't talk for a few weeks but then we reconcile and then we're closer than ever just like that canada and america closer than ever i don't know what i none of that has ever happened <laughs> Listen, um, i might make things up every yeah, once in a while, but it sounds I like I you're the ones a liar know, when it comes to wilco i don't make things up i might be wrong but i don't make things up. speaking of wilco kevin the banter beforehand i will make things up like the canada the easter goose thing anyways yeah yeah the easter goose was a good one uh, speaking of Wilco, Kevin, let's tell the folks at home what we're covering today. We're oh, episode one hundred, by the way. Episode one hundred. Congratulations! We almost forgot. Yeah. Oh my god. Halfway done. We've done one hundred. Technically, we've done one hundred and two episodes because we did the, the the kind of introductory episode, and we did the uh, Love Is the King episode. Yeah. But in terms of alphabetical episodes, we are going to do two hundred. That's the goal. And we are currently sitting at one hundo. I oh, I'm so excited. I, I, you say you say two hundred is the goal. Like there's a po- you, the way that sounds to me is that we might not make it. We might not make it, but like I think once you're at one hundred, you're kind of you're kind of locked in. Like if you're gonna bow out, you gotta do it before twenty. I think I, I, yeah. on on something yeah. like this. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it, and and we'll have fun doing it. Uh, I, we were saying before we hit record. I don't regret. I have no regrets of doing this show, but it was uh, when it was like July last year and we were just like texting about maybe doing a podcast about this. And like when we were looking at the song list and I realized, oh, it's going to be around 200. Th- that at that point, like whatever, that's not that many. And now we're into it. And it's like, we've been doing this. So when we first started doing this, it was so hot in this little room I was in because it was summer. Right. And now I've gone through all the seasons and today's cold because it's uh, still technically spring. But last weekend when we were recording the um, let's not get carried away to losing interest episodes, uh, it was hot out again and it was so hot. I was dying in here. We've gone full circle. Yeah, um, almost. Uh, I mean, in three months, uh, two and a half months, it'll be a year since we started recording. Yeah. Um, and by that time, we will be up to. Uh well I I I don't I don't know the math on that because we we kind of staggered things out but I'm guessing we'll only be up to the ends by the time we record on August third of 2021 so and that's yeah. like uh let's let's call that nope so that'll only be 111 episodes right there so, so if we if we keep up the current pace we'll probably it's currently May of 2021 we'll 
and it's taken what nine months to get here. So we'll, we'll... be fair, we took three months off because of Isla was born. So yeah. Yeah. what if you had another kid, right? Uh -huh. You very yeah. well could. Who knows? Who I don't know how that stuff works. Um, but roughly, I think realistic end goal is probably March 2022. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. A long. That's a long period of of spend Saturday mornings talking about <laughs> obscure Wilco songs. Uh, yeah. I do think that if we would have kept with our original trajectory where we recorded like 10 episodes at a, at a, at a grip and have like every 10th episode be like real low energy, yeah, I, I do think we would be pretty close to being done by now. Go, listeners, go listen to the um, at least that's what you said episode or, or like some of those early episodes in the A's when we were doing like marathon sessions and like you can just hear like where we're where we're done so but but there's no like how to record a alphabetical podcast there's no like guidebook on that so we just had to like figure that stuff out on our own so get this man so uh we'll get into the song in just a minute but uh yeah. it's a hundredth episode so we should talk about the show a little bit celebrate this. yeah um so a lot I, I listen to a few other shows that do these alphabetical things uh alphabetical uh discography or song list uh podcast and some of them record an episode a week. They just record it that week, and there's reason one a week. So they're current on their on their like a normal podcast would be. But you and I, we wanted to kind of um, streamline this thing and get it done. And it is helpful to have like like right now, if if something had happened, like I were to get sick or Cameron were to get sick or something happened, we're good for a couple months, a few, few months. months, yeah, a few months out right now. Um, so that's that's kind of a good thing, uh, or like if if one of us needs the day off uh, because family stuff or whatever, you know, we, we're good for a while. But I don't know how, uh, because it does seem like if you were doing one a week and releasing one a week, I feel like you would stop before you were done. I feel like if you weren't getting so many done, and you were so far ahead, I th and you don't have that buffer to take a break. I see how like we would have stopped by now. Like there's no way. That, let's say we've been recording for like 40 weeks right now. It's just an estimate. There's, we'd only be on episode 40, which would be uh, a dark neon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know like how you could keep up with that, just doing one a week for that long. Yeah, you know? and doing like four at a time I think is a good pace for us. Because like even if there's a song I'm not like super enthused about, there's always like at least one song that is either like a classic or – a deep cut that I feel like people don't really know about. Like there's always something that, that within the recording session that I'm, that I'm excited about. Uh, I'm excited about all of them, but just like one thing I can really get pumped on. Um, so it just, and, and the, the randomization of doing it by the alphabet means it's always like, um, you know, we have um, uh, two new songs today to do and then a really old song. So it's, Mixes it's it up just, a little it's bit. Good variety, yeah. It mixes it up, yeah. If yeah. we were doing like chronologically and starting with like "I Must Be High" and finish it up with um, the closing track of "Ode to Joy" um, and "Empty Corner," uh, that uh, that would be get, get pretty monotonous. But I yeah. think this is uh, so. Listeners, if you're going to do your own podcast, consider doing it alphabetically. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's a really good way of doing it because it also exposes the listeners who, who could be listening to this and being exposed to Welcome for the first, first time a, a wider range in a shorter time of what they can expect from listening to the Wilco discography. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Okay, let's jump into this song, Kevin. What are we covering on this episode? 
We are covering the lead single from Ode to Joy. It is called Love is Everywhere, in parenthesis, beware. So, Love is Everywhere, beware. But I just feel like when something's in parenthesis, you really have to... Um, there's no way to like verbally say that. Um, yeah, we're doing Love is Everywhere, um, which was the first song that was commercially released uh, from Ode to Joy. If you were at Solid Sound, they released... Uh, um, they did like... A, the they played a few songs live uh, and they um, uh, had like a listening session with, I think Tom, the engineer from the loft where he played like a few new Wilco songs, but I don't believe this was one of them uh, anyways, but this is for most people, 99.9% .9 of people. This was the first taste of Ode to Joy that they got. Um, so I had all the, the um, uh, pressure that a lead single will have. And I think this song delivered. Yeah. So you want to jump, just jump into the song on this? Let's just jump in. There is a mystery with the song, listeners, just to tease. But I, I'm going to wait till after the song to talk about the, the, it's not really a mystery, but there's, yeah, just planting a seed, though. Hang on to your butts. Wow. Well, if you want to fi find all the ways to support the show, go to abcwilco.com. Find all the ways to do that. Most important of which being leaving a rating review. It helps the show grow and helps other people maybe who, which support the show, support the show. So we're halfway through. Let's let's make this second half uh, kick into high gear. Let's jump this on. So See, this, a lot this... of times when you listen to the lead single of an album, when you re-listen to it, it it I just feel excited about oh yeah, this is like the first taste of a new Wilco album. And I even though like I've heard the album dozens of times now, I still feel that when I hear this song, right? I don't think this like out this song is representative of Ode to Joy. It's a little bit poppier and catchier yeah. than the rest of the album. Yeah. One of those uh But it, it's I not as catchy, I think, as um Everyone Hides. Uh um, so I think this was out of the poppy songs on the album the most indicative of the record. got a great melody to it it really does and i love the uh, twangly what you call it, twangly guitar uh, uh nels is like uh jangly <laughs> yeah and even like uh, the textures nels adds in the verses here just a little bit of, like again i'm gonna keep using the word nostalgia like you just baked in a little bit of like reflection into the song with some of that re those reverb lines i've seen this song twice live I know exactly which two shows they had to be. Yeah, uh, I had to be Solid Sound, and I, I went and saw them again the November after Solid Sound 2019. So those had to be the two shows that uh, I saw this at live. Mm, okay, so then I saw the song live four times. Yeah. Uh, but I saw the Solid Sound show, and then I saw the Ode to Joy tour four times. So one of those nights they didn't play this song. You saw the Ode to Joy tour four times? Yeah, I saw them three nights in Oh, that's right. That's and right. then what the show here in Winnipeg. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. I remember you doing that now. In two cities. I think that's... You think yeah, he'll ever get back to that rock and roll voice he, he used to do so well? What's that? You think he'll ever get back to that? I mean, this, sound, this sounds great, don't get me wrong. But, like, you think he'll ever get back to that rock and roll, kind of the the grungier voice he uses star wars kind of yeah. yeah um yeah because the ode to joy does not rock out um and neither does really does schmilko, schmilko um, yeah 
and neither does Jeff's solo album. So I don't know. Maybe Jeff feels like done with rock music. I don't know. I uh, hope not. He's so good at rock music, man. Um, I, I can see myself mosh by this song, <laughs> this rhythm, pushing people out of the way and then pushing me and running in circles. Um, yeah, this song is kind of when I think of this song, it's the that guitar motif uh, that Ellis was playing. Um, seems to kind of be the core of the song. And hey, it's got your favorite thing in the world, a fade out. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even thinking of that until you until you said it. But then it, it's like, oh, God, fuck this. Sorry, kids. I love a, a good a good fade out at the as the end of a side. So, if, but this is this is like the ninth song on the album, so it's not the end of side one. So, oh, you mean like um, like a fade out to flip over? Yeah. Well, so why would a fade out? Song... The, why would that? Why would in in your opinion? Why does? Uh, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just curious as your opinion. Um, in your opinion, why is that any different than any song leaving on a fade out? A, a fade out is like um, gives the impression that the song just keeps on going forever and we can't hear it, um, which I think is a fitting way to end a side of an album without it feeling like the closer of the album. I don't know. Like, I, I, I always, like, okay, so like in film, I always view. Um, Oh, what did I watch? Oh, I watched Flight of the Navigator the other day. Awesome movie. If you haven't seen it, though, you guys should go watch that one. It's an old movie. But um, there's there's a point where in the movie where they drop the little brother off, and then they go home. And they fade. And I to me, a fade implies time has passed. Whereas, but in the movie, that didn't happen. So to me, a fade, maybe at the very end of an album, but I wouldn't say between side A and side B. So think about this. Okay. You go see a play, okay? Right. At the end of an act, they fade, they dim the lights, they fade to black. At the how... end of an act, they do that? Yeah, hell yeah. They, I don't know. I haven't seen a play in a long time. I'm assuming they do. Follow me on this one. Uh, I'm sure I've seen that. I'm sure I've seen that. Uh, it's, uh, um, I have seen a play within the... It was my wife's birthday maybe six years ago. Um uh, and they definitely fit at the end of act one, they faded to black to tell us that, oh, it's the end of that act. And then, uh, uh, and then into the intermission. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that's sort of the visual equivalent of a song fading out. And what is an end of a side of an LP, if not the end of act one. That's, that's valid. I, I can't argue that. I just, uh, I, 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 I don't think I would like. I, I think if it, if an album had a fade on the very last song, uh, as a completion, I think that works for me. I don't think between side, uh, A and one and two, uh, there's a. That, I don't think that works for me. Um, an album to me is an album to me is a is a solid piece. You know that that that's just how I view things. Yeah, I like I like when an album actually. I guess I like when an album ends very distinctly, like a, a one final big note to go out on. Um, uh, I'm thinking like a, a day in the life, even though it has a little bit of um, the thing at the end, the weird noise. Um, but just like that final, this is it. Um, but uh, fade outs are fine too. I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion on fade outs like you do. Yeah. 
Um, uh, we should probably talk so, more about this song, though, since this yeah, is this so song's there episode. is a version of the song that drives me insane. Now, that insane in the sense that I can't hear it. So, oh, man, my timelines for, like, recent events for, like, the past, like, 18 months are a little fuzzy. But shortly after this album came out, Corona, which is a beer company, uh, used this song in their commercial. At the time, though, when you saw that commercial, which I don't think I've ever actually seen this commercial. I've only heard about it. Wait, wait. Um, before, you, before you go any further, I just I just need to know. Are yes. you are you screwing with me right now? Are you, are you being serious about Corona the Beer used this song shortly after this album came out in one of their commercials? Or are you making a joke about the pandemic? And I would not make a joke about the pandemic. Okay. I'm just, I'm just asking. I just want to know, I, I want to know no, how I should I'm, be I'm, following I'm, you right now. That, that's all. Go, yeah, go, carry on. I'm 100% serious. 100% serious with this. So Corona, the beer commercial, the beer company, you licensed this song for commercial. Um, I cannot find that commercial online. It could be that it, it's, uh, it's, it is on YouTube, but it's just blocked for Canadians. Um, but uh, sometimes that does happen. If you Google um, Corona commercial Wilco song, this song does pop up, but it's the album cut of this song. The commercial, though, has a version that's slightly uh, that sounds different. And people were wondering, like, oh, that doesn't sound like Jeff singing. Where did this version come? Is this a band covering the song? And then Jeff, and on one of his um, web streams, talked about it and said, no, because Jeff doesn't drink and, like, famously doesn't drink, he wasn't really comfortable putting his voice in that commercial. So it's a version of the song with Pat singing lead and Kelly Hogan who sings with Mavis Staples. I believe she used to sing, or she has sung with the Decembers as well. Um, Kelly Hogan singing uh, with Pat. So it's the two of them singing together, but it's still Wilco as, as the band playing it. Um, and I cannot track that version of the song. So there. as you were talking there, I, I YouTubed it. I guess that's the term you'd use. Is YouTube a verb? Can you YouTube? Uh, if Googled is, why not YouTube? Yeah. So right now what I'm seeing on my screen here in America is Corona Right Now song, parentheses, Wilco, Love is Everywhere. But if you listen to it, it's just the album. It's cut. the album. Okay, that's what, I was, that's yeah. what I was trying to ask. I've, I've done this like two or three times when I've been like, I want to hear this song. And I'm like, oh, here it is. And then listen to it, and it's Jeff singing. So um, so what I'm saying is, uh, since listeners, if you don't follow comic book movies, there's a movie released called The Justice League. And just follow me through on this. I won't dwell on it too much, not in this part of the episode. Uh, Justice League came out. Justice League was supposed to be released by Zack Snyder, and he was mostly done. And Zack Snyder had a had a family tragedy and had to step away from the movie. So they brought in Zack Snyder. Uh, they brought in Joss Whedon, uh, and Joss Whedon took out a whole bunch of stuff, shot a bunch of new stuff, and like that. So it's it, you watch the movie and it feels weird because there's like the stuff that's clearly Zack Snyder and the stuff that's clearly Joss Whedon. So fans for years campaigned Warner Brothers to release the Snyder cut of the the movie. And they and so his hashtag released the Snyder Cut, um, and they Warner Brothers actually did, uh, uh, and like these fans were notorious. They like took out billboards uh, in like Los Angeles, so like the Warner Brothers executives could see it, and like they bought plane they bought plane time, and like had the planes like uh, 
with a release of the Snyder Cut um, uh, on a, uh, like, printed out flying behind the plane so that they would be flying that around Los Angeles. And oh, yeah. What is that called? That's not skywriting. That's, what is that called? No, no, it's not skywriting. Sky, skywriting would have been another thing to try. But, uh, yeah, where it's like the, it's like a, I don't know if it's fabric or paper or something like that that's just trailing behind the uh, the plane. But they did that a whole, they did a whole bunch of things like that. The, the hashtag was trending for, like, years. Um, and then finally, Warner Brothers did release the Snyder Cut. The movie was not very good. Uh, but the fans got what they wanted. So here's what I'm proposing, okay, listeners, that we campaign Wilco to hashtag release the Pat cut. I want to hear the Pat version of the song on its own, full. Um, and uh, the fact that I can't hear it, being a, I'm, I'm a little neurotic. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you guys have picked it's up me. on that by now. Um, <clears throat> that ju- the, 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 the drives me nuts. I want to hear the Pat version. Well, I guess, you know, uh, we do have a listener of the show that works in the loft of. Uh, if you want to leak that version to us, we'll keep your secret, Mark. Yeah, we won't play it on the you, show. Yeah, if if you are listening, if you made it this far in the episode one hundred, <laughs> this far into the episode, um, uh, just you know, no one will know it's you. Just 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 leak it on to like is 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 Nash Kevin's got a birthday Kizar. coming up. I do have a birthday. Well, yeah, my birthday will have just passed from this episode airs. So, um. Uh, yeah, the the world needs to hear Pat singing this song. Um, what is that guy's name? The, what is that guy's name? The engineer for the loft. Well, it, it, uh, that's Tom, but Mark is the one who like runs the loft and like books people in and runs their social media. He also makes really cool guitar straps, um, and he does like the fonts of the loft account. Um, so that's Mark. Oh yeah, I like that Tom. fonts account too. As a as a designer yeah. himself, yeah, I like that fonts account. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Um, now, just go back on topic one last time. Uh, I do have a quote from Jeff about this song because he did release um, a little write-up on each song for like Apple Music uh, when this album came out. Uh, so if you don't mind, Jason, I'll read that right now if you're comfortable with that. Yeah. Okay. As long as it doesn't use the N-word or anything like that, I'm fine with it. <laughs> if no, not, you guys have me comfortable with Jeff it. Talking about, the most, one of the most... <laughs> moralistic is that that's what i was about to say um anyways let's not trip around with that uh it's pretty simple it's okay this is just quote it's a pretty simple cathartic thing to have a signature motif or lyric and then a guitar response i don't know if we'd really done it that much and this song just came together like that so i think when he's talking about i got more of the quote but when he's talking about the guitar uh, response. I think it's the, do, 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 the the. I can't even sing it. The Nels is a little lead bit there. The twangly. Part. Uh, the twangly bit. Um, that you can comfort yourself with the idea that there's some good than bad. I think is important to believe, but I don't think it should be a belief that is placating or dismisses you from your duty to participate and to create love and be vigilant. So I think what Jeff's talking about there is the meaning behind the song. If I could interpret what do you, what do you mean and probably interpret it poorly, but so the, the song is called love is everywhere. Beware. So he's, I, I, my impression is, and was when I first heard the song. And then I think what he's kind of getting at there backs this up is that um, love is great. Uh, you can find it anywhere, but be careful because it's a serious thing and it can, it's a powerful thing so just that's where the beware comes from he's not saying avoid love entirely but just you need to respect it for this the powerful entity that it is that's my take on it interesting see what see now this is one of the songs that 
I, uh, I, we all know my feelings on Ode to Joy, although the podcast has made Ode to Joy grow on me because I've had to give it more of a, each song more of a fair chance as we listen to them. But uh, I never really got into got into this album, and uh, I kind of saw Love is Everywhere, Beware. I just kind of put, put an idea in my head of what the song is probably about without even really examining the lyrics of it. And I thought it was like one of those things of like love is like a uh, like a hot stove burner, you know, be, be careful. You know, I thought it was one of those things. Be careful about falling in love there because it, it'll hurt you. That's that's but that's the whole the whole thing is based on me reading the title of the song and just assuming from there that that's what it's about. Uh, yeah. Um, who knows? Well, Jeff knows. But when it comes to us, who knows? Uh, now, let me ask you this, Jason. Yeah. Have you been to Chicago? I believe the locals call it Chai City. Chai Town is what they call it, not Chai City. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been to Chicago country. a bunch of times. I've. Uh... Uh, have you been since this album came out? <sighs> no. Uh, I so have not. late 2019, early 2020. Because they did the, um, uh, like, I want to say mural. They wrote out, like, in really nice font, Love is Everywhere, Beware, somewhere in Chicago. Uh, and I think that's where they did the pop up store um kind of around their chicago residency um late 2019 um so if i'm not i'm just wondering if this is still up in chicago somewhere so if i go to chicago this summer um would i or fall probably uh would i be able to see um the love is everywhere mural um i don't know but uh, do you You know know, i uh, see pictures of it i think i still think you should you're back are you fully vaccinated now uh, I have my first shot, and supposedly I'll be able to book my second shot on Monday. How, how? When did you get your first shot? Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. Okay, so yeah, that that makes sense then. Canada, two. Canada, and and a lot of other countries are actually doing um, um, between the first dose and the second dose uh, because vaccine supply is limited. They're actually because the first dose gives you pretty good immunity. Eighty-five percent. Yeah, they're giving as many people the first dose of the Pfizer and Moderna as they can, and then so supposedly it can be up towards like three months by the time you get your second dose, which is longer yeah. than Pfizer recommends. This is what the UK did, and so studies from the UK are showing that actually the delay it actually makes the vaccine more effective. Oh, that's so, awesome. Uh, I'm wondering, but I, at, the, at this point, like, I, just give me that second shot. I want to travel. I want to go to concerts. Yeah, I want to go see Wilco and Dinosaur Junior. I want to I want to have some person behind me dancing to a song that truly shouldn't be danced to and then hitting my back with their elbow the whole time cuz like I just miss that. I miss it. <laughs> okay, but what the point of me asking about your uh corona status is um you got to go to the show in August with this man. Like we have a hotel we, room. We've talked about it. I think <sighs> I don't know. Uh, I so for the border has to open, so the U.S. and the Canadian government need to come together. And I think I suspect we'll probably need some sort of like a vaccine passport uh, um, thing at least in, within the next like. Corona's not going to go away um, worldwide from a worldwide perspective for for a while. And I'm, with vaccine hesitancy, I'm sure you'll see pop ups in communities and stuff uh, in the years ahead. Hope hopefully not, but that's what I suspect might happen. Um, I wonder if we'll need to travel internationally, even if it is just across the U.S. and Canada border, if we'll need some sort of vaccine passport and how long that would take to come up. I'm guessing uh, you have to have your card. 
Uh, but they, I don't have a card that we didn't. Oh, you guys don't get my, cards up in Canada. Yeah. Uh, well, no, some provinces do, but they didn't give me a card. But I can go to the Manitoba Health website, and it shows me that my first dose was Pfizer and my second dose is. So I guess I could maybe just print that out or, or, or something. But all I got was a sticker. Huh. Well, how, what do you what do you what do they expect you to share on Instagram, man? The sticker. <laughs> the, the, I shared it to our Instagram account, but I didn't have the card, so I just ha- held up the sticker. And uh, honestly, what was uh, kind of interesting was uh, um, they were so strict about I can't take a photo because I was going to take a fo- uh, short little video of me getting getting the jab. Uh, cause I, I don't really want to be one of those Instagram braggers, but you know. I host a podcast. It's pretty influential. I thought maybe if I took a photo or video of myself getting the shot and that would maybe inspire someone else to take the shot. Yeah, exactly. That's a, yeah, that's uh, exactly. Uh, and, uh, and they wouldn't let me do it. Uh, they were very strict. Cause it's like, a um, a, it's like a health, um, uh, thing. So there are privacy rights involved. Cause if I take a selfie, who knows who's in the background yeah. and they didn't yeah. consent to getting. So, um, but in America though, I see all you guys are, are, when you're getting your jabs, you're taking photos and videos, and the nurses in it, and the people behind you are in it. Um, that that I guess won't fly up here for for whatever reason. Yeah. So I I took a picture of myself after I got it, but like the weird thing about what I did was I just I like sent it to my friends, you know, like I was like, hey, look, all right. but who am I influenced? I think your perspective is really great, man. Like you. Uh... Uh, that's not true. I'm positive because you sent me a photo of it, and I was so jealous. I was like, I hate Jason because you you were before me. Um, uh and then the second and then but i'm sure you posted on the uh abc account didn't you oh maybe i did on the ab uh, yeah maybe i did on the abc one yeah, yeah that's that's true yeah maybe i did. I don't know i don't i don't really pay that much attention to it but anyways we've talked about this song i are you gotten through all the points we got we got to move along for the uh, day yeah i just yeah we, we got to move this along we're kind of doing the opening banter for what could be the opening banter for the next episode uh so maybe we'll we'll wrap uh this up uh Love is everywhere. Beware. Uh, solid lead singles. Great song. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, I want to see that that mo- that um, mural somewhere sometime. So please don't tear it down, Chicago. You find out if you can come to Chicago on August 28th. We got a hotel room. I'll do some research and find out if that uh, mural is uh, still in existence somewhere. I'm sure it is. And we'll make that a, a stop on the list. Because we're going to be there for three days. So we got time. We got time to go see it to find that thing okay all right everybody well if you go to abcwoka.com you can find all the ways to support the show the most important way being rating and reviewing the show on apple Podcasts helps more people find the show we're doing really well in the, and with that right now we're still the number one will go podcast not that that's a giant pull pull from but it's a expanding pool so we got to yeah. keep that in mind it's an expanding now, pool. We're full, don't take us wrong we're fully supportive of the other podcast Wilco will love you podcast. Yeah, but you always we want them one. to be a very strong number two. But because Jason and I have very fragile egos, we well. need to be number one. Because uh, otherwise, we'll just spiral into depression. <laughs> We're very. Uh, you can find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. If you go to Hess'sBest.com, you can buy some of my artwork, which and I have stickers and all kinds of good stuff on there. So go check that out. Uh, go buy a T-shirt or something from the store. Until next time, just remember. Every little thing is going to tear you apart.